You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast, Season 2, Episode 1. So we made it to season two. Did I think what would happen? No, didn't. But here we are, hoping to have a good year. And I hope everybody else has a better year. Yes, Robert, that is slow motion fireworks in the background. That probably moves about as fast as I do if I am running, because <laughs> I hate to run. That's my Happy New Year fireworks. I didn't have a lot go on this week in ticket writing, of course, because I only worked a few days, three of them, and I've been off for, what, four days now? Yes, four days, like a little mini vacation, which I have enjoyed tremendously. Back to the grind tomorrow. Uh, The tot did, I think, inform me of a funeral that, uh, I think a retired deputy recently passed away that I think will be going work. You know, don't like doing those, but it's part of it. Go give him a good escort to his final place of rest anyway. But we're not here to talk about sad shit, now are we? Oh, part of the news, uh, I did receive and go to my class for my electronic ticket writer, the gizmo. I do have it in my possession. If everything works out okay, hopefully tomorrow I will be getting to use my new ticket writer and giving out some driving awards to people for the first time. So I am extremely excited over that. And if anybody's been listening to previous episodes, I've been waiting for months and months and months to get this shit probably over six months what happened and i was like a little little school girl that got kissed for the first time on the playground when i was given that and got to go to class for it don't try to visualize that of me as a little school girl because you might have nightmares about it especially if you picture me in a sundress that would be extremely, I had my own flash of it and almost freaked out myself. Hopefully I don't dream about that tonight and not sleep well. I don't know. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to tell a story. It's an old story. I don't think I've told it before. If I have, I apologize. Uh, I was still in uniform. 
I was doing FTO. We're gonna call this guy. Uh, we're just gonna call him Bean. And me and Bean got dispatched to a trailer hood. Uh, kind of like a not sure if it's, let's just call it a complaint because it wasn't a disturbance or or anything like that. It was just a fucking complaint. Anyway, we go over there, respond in the trailer hood, and we exit the vehicle, of course, and we go up to the front porch, if you want to call it a front porch. It was like almost rotting. It was so bad. There was just garbage stacked up fucking everywhere, just nasty garbage, maggots, and just flies. Just You, you can get the picture. I mean, it was fucking nasty. Anyway, we got a knock on the door. Well... On the the door of this trailer, if you want to call it a door, they had a sign, handwritten sign, and paper on the door, and it was saying, and it said, uh, "Don't quote me. I, I don't know exactly, but it, it basically said, don't come here knocking on my door for fucking cigarettes. This isn't Cracker Barrel. Get off your lazy ass and go buy your own cigarettes." So I'm assuming that people in the neighborhood were coming in trying to bum cigarettes and the complainant was pissed off about it. So I knock on the door and there's no answer. So I then, and now I have a big head now, people, you got to realize I got with you know, I fill up all, I'd fill up all of a 10-gallon hat. Might even overflow it. So I got a big, big head. If I stick my big-ass head through the hole that's in the middle of this door. There's just a big hole in the door where you can see inside, big enough for me to stick my big-ass head through. I stick my head through the door and holler out if anybody's home, announce, you know, hey, anybody here? You called? Well, this lady comes to the door, jabbering about, I don't fucking remember, comes outside and I guess we're, we're standing on this rickety-ass porch with no railings, fucking maggot garbage everywhere, and come straight at me for some reason. Said something about how pretty I was or something like that and came at me trying to kiss me. This isn't uh, it's one of them type of people you don't want kissing you. Well, I'm naturally, I'm back, I'm trying to back out the fucking way to get out of the way of the three-tooth lady trying to lay some her lips on me while I'm there just trying to take a complaint. Well, of course, this porch isn't very large, and like I said, it had no hand railing. Well, I take a couple steps back, and there's no porch left. So I'm about to fall straight backwards into the nasty-ass maggot, fly-infested, probably glass and everything, garbage, and Bean reaches out and grabs <laughs> grabs me, and pulls me up to safety before I fall and bust my ass. So, being saved the ice man from possibly getting cut, but definitely getting maggots and everything else on me, as I was trying to escape the lip lock of the three three toothed crackhead lady. So, Bean, thank you very much. You saved me very much. So, me, me and Bean. Uh, he wrote with me quite a bit. There's quite a bit of stories. Uh, a few more stories with me and Bean. I'll have to get to, but that's where Bean saved me at the trailer hood. 
when this lady, this lady was coming after me. It's like he, he was better looking. Me, he was younger. I don't know why she didn't go after him. I don't know why she fucking decided she wanted to kiss me. There will be no kissing of the ice man. She would have melted me into a, a little puddle of nastiness. Anyway, that's that story. If you picture that in your head, it, it, it's pretty damn funny. Oh, I want to before I get too far into it. I don't take up a lot of time with it. I do want to thank uh, everybody that's listened to me over. The, I think it was August we started this up uh, of last year. I want to tell everybody how much I appreciate it. All the listeners, uh, all my members of the clubhouse here, of course. Uh, especially want to thank everybody that came on and was a guest. And uh, some. Some will be back, and we'll have some new ones coming up this year. Got to start lining that up. But especially to all you listeners, I appreciate y'all. I'm hoping I'm keeping y'all entertained. Don't run too many of you off with my foul language and, I don't know, unfiltered self. Because I do go on my rants and just like to say what the fuck I want to. So just say I I appreciate everyone. I hope y'all continue to keep listening to me. Let's see. We'll go on with another uh, old story. What is this one with uh, Bean also, since we started off with Bean? Went to this uh, certain lady's house, uh, a frequent flyer. This lady uh, hated my guts, hated Dice Man guts. She would actually, and I mentioned this with, uh, I think, the Cookie Monster, when this lady would call. She would actually say, I do not, I need I need a, a cop over here, but do not send the Iceman over here, anybody but him. Well, if it hadn't been on the day I was working, guess what? That was my area. Not a large department. You didn't get to pick and choose which, which, who came to you out. That was my area. Well, on this day I came, I, she called, I, I showed up. Bean was riding FTO with me. Well, first of all, couldn't get into her her land. She had this large chain link fence, a good what six seven foot tall chain link fence. It wasn't just a little short one. Ran her whole entire property, and it was chained and padlocked. And she wouldn't come out to open the gate. So what I did is I drove up, put the push bumpers of the unit right up against the fence. We climbed up on top of the push bumpers and climbed up over the fence and got in. While we were in there, uh, I think I mentioned it before in another one, but it's part of this story. She was complaining, wanted me to arrest her husband for being a lazy asshole, saying that all he did was sit on the sit in his chair and watch TV and fart. And I'm like, well, I look at the man. And I look at her, I said, well, what would you like him to do? Considering, you know, he had no fucking legs at all, both chopped off above his knee. And uh, I looked at her, I said, what you want him to do, cut the grass, push him over the yard? I mean, what you want him to do? He ain't got no legs. He wasn't like Lieutenant Dan. He didn't have any, you know, magic legs. Anyway, like I said, I, I got in that story before. I won't repeat it too much. Anyway, I told her, no, she gets pissed off at me. And she goes and calls the, uh, Chief of Operations at the time, 
Well, she goes to call him. I, I took the phone. And uh, I held it up. I was being an ass, basically, because she pissed me off. She's always mean to me. I held it above my head, and she was jumping up trying to get the phone from me. Gee, uh, Bean looked like, I said, I look like the bully on the schoolyard, the little kid, and I'm holding the candy bar away from him, wouldn't let him have it. Anyway, I get her the phone. She calls the chief of operations, and uh, next thing you know, he puts me on the phone. I get on the phone, and I'm like, yeah, blah, 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 tell him what's going on. And he's like, you know, he has to talk to Bean. Well, put Bean on the phone. He tells he tells Bean, who is the rookie who's being trained, to tell me to go back to my unit and him handle it because I am upsetting her. She is always upset because she is a freaking loony bin. So I did. So I go out. Well, you know, I don't have nothing to stand on to get back across the fence now. Like I said, it's a tall chain link fence. So I go back inside and tell her, hey, give me the keys to unlock that padlock so I can get out. I ain't giving you no damn keys. Give me the keys so I can get out. Anyway, she totally refused to give me the keys. So, But I got out. I called the fire department. They came with bolt cutter. We cut her lock off her fence, and I exited her property. She had to buy herself a new lock because she wouldn't give me the keys to get out, and I wasn't getting hung up on the top of that uh, chain link fence because it wasn't kind of just a little bar on it. You know, it had the little little metal pieces that stick out of it. See myself hung up up there or tearing my uniform or something. Wasn't going to happen. So that was her when I had to call the, I had to actually, you know, I pick on them a lot and everything. But I called the fire department to actually save me <laughs> to get out of the, uh, the house, her, her residence, where she wouldn't let me out. While the rookie handled the call, go figure, right? I do have a, this came up today. A lot of people might have seen it in this news story. Uh, said a pastor was shot dead and two others hurt in a shooting in the Texas church. Uh, I think, yeah. This, this article is from ABC News. It said a pastor was killed and two other people were injured in the shooting. At the east, at an East Texas church Sunday, after the pastor confronted a man who had hidden from the police in the church overnight, I don't know. They they said they had been searching for him using dogs and drones to search for the man late Saturday in the woods, following a car chase. The church was named Starville Methodist Church, and they said the pastor discovered him in the bathroom Sunday morning. I'm guessing he was getting everything ready for services that day. And he said uh, he didn't know why the man was being initially pursued, except that uh, he had fictitious license plates. And I said the pastor drew a gun and ordered the man to stop. I don't know what the man was doing for him to order him to stop, but maybe he was trying to get away. He said the man grabbed the gun away from the pastor and began shooting with it. Said the pastor was killed, another person was injured by the gunfire, and another person got hurt in a fall. The man then stole the pastor's vehicle and fled east before being arrested by deputies in nearby Harrison County. He said the man was hospitalized Sunday afternoon with gunshot wounds to his hand, but it's unclear when he was shot. 
they uh, failed. They declined to identify the pastor and the other people injured or the suspect. Said uh, the shooting will most likely fall into a capital murder case, which I know capital murder here in Louisiana. I believe you can get the death penalty for that. Uh, shooting was reported around 9:20 a.m. There was no services at the time. Said the pastor, his wife, and two other people were in the church at the time. Said the man appeared to have taken shelter in the church out of convenience, and there was nothing to indicate the shooting was motivated by religious beliefs. It's not a church-related, religion-related offense, said the, said Smith. Of course, Governor Everett sent his condolences to it. So this town is about 100 miles east of Dallas, So I'm I'm not going. The story goes on longer, but uh, I, I know they got a lot of concealed carry people out there and stuff. Just throw this little tidbit out. It's great, and you go through your class and everything. But no, no one thing, no one thing. People, if you concealed, if you're carrying concealed, and you pull out that weapon, and you point it at somebody, you better have full intentions of pulling that trigger. And taking somebody's life right then and there. Or they're going to come and take that gun from you and use it against you. So don't just pull a gun and think that's going to scare somebody and comply. If you point that weapon at somebody, you better have full intention on being able to use that weapon to take that human life. So, I mean, it was Texas, so it don't surprise me that they were armed in the church. Unfortunately, his own weapon was taken from him and used against him. Now, this sorry piece of shit that decided to hide from the cops in the church, and then instead of just running off or doing, he decided to take the gun from this pastor and kill him and hurt other people in the process of it inside a church. Well, you're a certain kind of special kind of piece of shit there. I hope he is one of them that gets ass raped by Bubba in prison when he goes there. Hopefully, well, that's Texas, so I know them motherfuckers have the death death penalty. They have the fast track to the death penalty, too, I think. They don't make you sit around for 20 years waiting to be executed like a lot of these other places where, you know, it's automatically getting appealed and all of that shit. So, fuck that motherfucker going to kill a pastor in the church. I'm not an extremely religious person, but damn. That's just, that's some cold-blooded shit right there. And I'm sure they're going to hoop and holler, oh, he has mental issues, and he has this, and that. Fuck all that. This motherfucker there is just, he's a piece of shit. Y'all see my little... Lizard sitting on Ice Pick's shoulder right there. Nobody's made a comment on that, unfortunately. I added I added the little gecko lizard. Bam's saying she did. I must have missed it. Oh, Megan said something about it. I must be missing comments or something. I'm thinking nobody's said a word to me. Oh, I was missing the comments. I'm sorry. that People didn't see it. It wasn't it wasn't scrolling on me. Look, I'm not Facebook savvy people, 
I don't get to see all that shit like that. Yes, Megan, the Texas don't play. Well, there's my, there's the gecko listen on my on on uh, ice pick shoulder right there. I have to start on. Uh, I'm getting a new more green screen and Mr. Freedom may be standing in place on some of them. Maybe we'll find uh play fine with the ice man can hide in the fucking green screen area coming up. Like where's Waldo shit? So I'm not gonna keep it a whole lot long tonight. It's gonna be a short one. Like I said, I didn't have a it wasn't a real exciting week. We did get to watch a good fireworks show. They built some subdivisions all around us, and the stimulus checks definitely fucking hit because these motherfuckers were blowing up some shit around us. Me and Bam just sat there and watched the show. Lots and lots of uh, lots of new uh, houses blowing up. Lots and lots of money. We just sat back and watched the show for free, and then went to bed. Real party animals, aren't we? Yes, I do need that new iPad. Uh, my birthday is coming up next month in just a little bit over a month. And I will be the big five zero fifty. So someone would like to send me a brand new iPad, <laughs> the new fancy one. I would very much appreciate it. It would be wonderful. My children can get together. Get me a brand new iPad. That'd be much appreciated. But I do want a lemon icebox pie for my birthday. Uh, my favorite is, uh, favorite cake is red velvet. But and I do love lemon icebox pie. And that I want icebox pie. Lemon icebox pie for birthday, please, this year. The big five zero. Just closer to retirement. Again, I want to thank all of my listeners, all of my guests, and everybody else that uh supporting us. Hey, if you like the podcast or the videos on YouTube, whatever, hey, share them, tell your friends about them. If you're listening to me on Apple iTunes, give me a five-star review. Write me a review. It helps in the algorithm. I appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on most all the podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Radio, Pandora, Stitcher, Google Play, all, all that stuff. We're on YouTube, Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast, uh, Parlor. Motor Cop Chronicles podcast and Twitter at Motor C. If you happen to know, or if you are a first responder, fireman, uh, paramedic, dispatcher, jailer, regular uniformed cop, reserve, retired, whatever, a first responder, and you'd like have some stories that you want to tell and like to come on, email me, hit us up on Twitter. Facebook, something like that. Uh, if you don't want to be a guest and want me to tell your story, uh, we'll keep you anonymous. Email it to me, and I'll be more than happy to read it out loud for you. Uh, the email address is motorcopchronicles at gmail 
com. You hit us up there, and that's going to be it for the, this evening. Uh, like I said, it's a short one. Hey, Monday, getting ready to start using that uh, great ticket writer, which I'm going to love. So hopefully we'll be having some really good stories and some really good guests coming on in the future. And always remember to smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are made.